1: We got to help out Taylor. This is, this is something. Imagine if this happened in your family. Whoa. This is bad. How do you do this? How do you deal with this?
2: How do you say this?
1: Yeah. Taylor, go ahead. What's going on?
2: This is going to sound really bad, but I suspect that my sister is lying about her cancer diagnosis.
3: Oh, that is a big accusation.
2: I know. Who would lie about that, right?
3: A very sick person.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You know, I just, I first started to question it like a little bit when I noticed she wasn't having any side effects from the chemo treatment. Mm-hmm. Like, she hasn't lost any weight and or her appetite. I mean, she seriously eats like a barn animal. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Wow.
2: Okay. This is a safe place, but wow. <laughs> I know. I mean, she just doesn't look sick in any way, shape, or form. I realize this sounds terrible, but uh-huh. I'm just sick of my sister being too sick to, like, work or do anything for herself.
3: Wow.
1: That is intense. Okay, so mm-hmm. how long have you been dealing with this?
2: About four months, she told us. And she also said that she was quitting her job to put her health first. So, you know, like I agreed, obviously. And like myself and everybody in our family, like we dropped everything and we all pitched in to help. I mean, that's what you do for your family. Mm -hmm. But I'm just doing everything. I go to the grocery store. I go to Target. I cook. I bring her meals like almost every day. I help with her kids. My family even took care of all of their Christmas presents and stuff. We just told her to send their wish list to us and we would take care of it so she didn't have to spend any money or energy on it.
1: Wow, that is really, really nice. You sound like you've gone out of your way to help her through this very difficult time, but you want to see her looking a little sicker. Is that what I'm hearing?
2: No, I mean, you know, it's like a double-edged sword here, but... Could
1: you shave your hair off? (laughs) Could you walk with a limp? I need to see you looking your worst. Come on.
2: (laughs) I mean, look, we all just want her to get better. But something really weird is going on here. I feel like she's either been misdiagnosed or she's lying. There's just nothing about her that says she has cancer except for the fact that she says she has cancer.
1: So have you ever thought about just asking her, like, hey, I want to see the labs?
3: Oh.
2: Or I want to go to chemo with you. Yeah. Honestly, how do you ask somebody if they're lying about their diagnosis about this?
3: I mean, because if she's not lying, you just asked your sister, oh, you you don't look sick enough. Prove it. Yeah. Prove it. Come on. Oh.
1: Come on, cancer girl. Let's see the, the real legit diagnosis from the doctor. Come on. Yeah. I'm not noticing any jaundice right now. This isn't good. What, what if she is lying? How do you feel about that? What would you do? Would that change anything?
2: If she is lying, I really feel like I could never forgive her. You know, I, I don't think anybody in my whole family would. Have you talked to anybody else about this? I told my mom what I was thinking the other day, and she just told me that I was like a horrible, horrible person for even thinking
1: it. So why would you think it? What, what would explain this?
2: My theory is that she's the third sister, and she's never gotten any of the attention. Mm-hmm. Oh. I feel like maybe it's just a ploy.
3: That's a pretty risky ploy, though, to be like, I want to feel more needed, and I'm not, so I'll fake having cancer.
2: But then she has everybody doing everything for her. She's not working. I can't handle it anymore.
3: So at this point, you're not
1: going to continue doing the things you're doing unless you see her get sicker or she proves it.
2: I feel like I need proof now to help her. You know, continue like doing what I'm doing every single day.
1: Isn't it sad you need to see somebody at their absolute worst for you to continue to do nice things for them?
2: Because all cancers and treatments and stuff are are different, I would think.
1: Yeah. Am
2: I the worst human on earth? I just feel
1: like. Well, let's find out from listeners. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm like, I don't want to answer that. <laughs>
1: uh, what would you do? Would you love your sister even if you suspected something like this? That she's finally getting the attention she's always wanted through cancer, Uh, do you ever say anything, or is this just like the worst dose of karma ever to put out there? John, you're in Apple Valley, and your uncle had a fake cancer,
3: too.
2: Yeah, so basically, he always uh, lived up to my grandma's expectations and decided uh, when he wasn't getting enough attention that he decided that he had cancer, so we went to go visit him one time when he supposedly was scheduled an appointment and never did it, and then we found out it was never true.
1: No way. No way. (laughs) What did the family do after
2: that? It really tore my uh, mom and my uncle apart because my cousin had actually passed away from cancer. So sure. it did not go well.
1: I bet not. What what was the cancer that he made up? What did he have, allegedly?
2: Uh, colon cancer.
1: Colon cancer, okay. Huh. Man, and did he get something out of it? What was the big incentive to do it? Was it to the attention, or was there a financial gain?
2: I think it was an attention for my grandma and, uh, yeah, a financial gain.
1: Yeah, everyone's like, oh, here's some money for your bills. I'm so sorry. I want to do anything I can to help you. <sighs> Right? Oh, that's awful. You got to hope that there is karma to come back and take care of these people who abuse the kindness of others.
2: Thank you. I think there is.
1: Uh, thanks, John. Let's go to Thomas and St. Paul. Your thoughts on Love and Yeah,
2: I think that the caller, she's jumping to conclusions. I think she's,
1: it sounds crazy to me.
2: I mean, to fake cancer, I think a simple solution is to go to her appointments with her and help her out. Honestly, I think she's just tired of helping out her sister. She feels obligated. She really oh. She just oh. wants to stop helping.
3: So it's a burden, you think, at this point.
2: Yeah, she's just like, I actually don't love you that like this, and Aww. I think you're faking it. I'm tired of it, so we need to stop.
1: Oh. Boy, I, you know what? You might be onto to something, Thomas.
0: I mean, maybe.
1: You know what, though? That's a really good idea. Hey, I should drive you to chemo because you shouldn't be going. In fact, I don't think you can go to chemo alone. I don't know for exactly. sure. But-,
2: but with all the, the COVID stuff these days, can you go? But
1: someone could drive her. Yeah. yeah. And see so you yeah. walk in I, there. I really, I really want to support you in this time. So can I drive you? Can I walk you in?
2: Let me sit in with you. I'm sure you're exhausted. Like, go that route like you really want to help her. And then she'll either get humbled because it's all real or... She'll quickly find out that she was right and that there was no answer.
3: Yeah. My dad, I had to bring him to chemo and radiation, and you don't just get to drop him off. Hey, I'll see you in a little bit. Yeah. Like, you have to be there with him. You have to bring him. You have to drive him home. That is an aggressive amount of stuff to go through.
1: Thanks, Thomas. Appreciate the call. Let's get to Sarah in Stillwater. You know of someone who faked it as well, and they did a, a fundraiser? Well,
2: yeah. Well, I was kind of saying on both sides of it, I do know of someone who did that. People like donated money to her. They donated uh, their vacation time at her work. Um, it was a whole big thing. It, I didn't know her personally, but it was you know my one of my good friends that worked with her, and, and it didn't turn out to be a really big deal.
1: Whoa. <laughs> i can't believe someone would actually stoop to that level and be like yes do a fundraiser for me that'd be great And a little 5k i'd appreciate it
2: that is so horrible yeah and then on the other side of it though i had a very dear friend who passed away from cancer two years ago you never would have known the guy was sick um we always talked mm-hmm. about it it was just amazing like three weeks before he died he was at an rb show because he was an rb salesman mm-hmm. he was at this Three weeks before he passed away, you know, he was like, you wouldn't have known the guy was sick.
1: (laughs) And I think that's true for a lot of people
3: who find out wait, what? Stage four? I feel fine. Yeah, (laughs) you feel fine in that moment, but there's stuff happening inside you, right? I mean, not everybody looks
1: the same as they go through this. You know, not every disease presents the same way. I mean, we have an idea in our mind
3: of people, you know, being very frail and pale and sick and And no hair, hair. right? But that's not true. Always. There's no coming back from asking her that question and her going, yes, I actually do. Here's the records.
1: Getting more texts from people saying my ex-husband faked it as well. First, he said he had it right away when we were getting divorced, which I knew was fake. Then later on, after about 10 years, he came back and said he had it and even had medical records that he provided to child support that they somehow believed to reduce how much money he owed me.
3: Oh no way. Oh my God. And
1: gosh. somehow he's miraculously still alive and mm-hmm. never had the surgeries that he said he needed. How oh, weird. I had no idea so many people did this. I just,
3: <sighs> I, I don't know how you could ever get up and look yourself in the eyes, look yourself in the mirror and go. Today's going to be a good day as I fake having cancer. Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah, let me trick all of these people.
1: Okay, so we know what to do now going forward. Uh, Taylor offered a drive. Yep. Drive her to chemo. Ask her about... You know, the the, the numbers. Yeah. What are your labs looking like? Get
3: specific with her.
2: Because we've talked to a lot of people over the years with cancer, mm-hmm. and they always tell you the details. you
3: yeah. will yep. know their hemoglobin real good, yep. in and out. You, you say hemoglobin to somebody going through cancer, they're going, oh yeah, it's 7.2, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. They're going to have a number for you.
0: All right. Thank you, uh, Taylor. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night.